Inside Track on Real Estate with Ken and Yetta Decker of the Decker Team. Get the Inside Track, everything you need to know about buying and selling in the greater Ottawa area. The Inside Track on Real Estate with the Decker Team. Hello, and this is Yetta Decker. And I'm Ryan Decker. And we're part of the Decker Team, and we are so excited to welcome you back to another episode of The Inside Track, where we share thoughts, tools, and um, insights that really we all deserve, that we all need, you, I, everyone, so that we can really truly make our houses a home. Our families can thrive and we can live the best life possible. Have you ever seen a sports team that is playing to not lose? Yeah. They're not really, you know, they're playing defensively. They're, they're trying to make sure mm. that, you know, the other team doesn't score. And generally, huh. they end up losing. Yeah, they do because they, they're playing not to lose mm-hmm. rather than and playing to win. So the team that usually wins is the one that was playing to win. Not always, but often. often and you'll even yeah. see like higher tiered teams lose to worse teams because sometimes they play down to their level or sometimes they're playing, you know, not to lose. Right. And so today we're going to explore the nine steps that will allow you to play to win rather than play not to lose if you're a buyer and you're thinking of buying a home this year mm-hmm. or any year in the Ottawa market or beyond. A lot of the things we talk about, you could take across the country, you could even take the same principles primarily across the world, and yet we speak when we talk about percentages and numbers, we really speak about the stability of the Ottawa area market. Mm-hmm. And so it is. A little, there are some nuances there, and yet you're welcome and invited to share this information across the world because the truths in it really will cause people to play to win rather than playing not to lose when they're buying a home. Yeah, that's an interesting thought. Because if you took the principles yep. that we're talking about today, right? which, you know, playing to win, and you took those to a much slower market, right? you would dominate that market. As a buyer. As a buyer. So not only like mm-hmm. these are very important to be able to succeed in today's market, mm-hmm. but if you took these hmm. to a worse market or a lazier market, you would be so far above what's there. You, like, you, you could that. own as many investment properties you as you wanted now, and Ottawa, at the right price. Yeah. In Ottawa, that's not going to happen. No. Because there's some checks and balances and it's a very hot market. It is. So how do we play to win in this market, in this fast-paced, competitive market? Well, number one, we're going to actually talk about nine, and we may even give you the 9.5 because it's always kind of fun to add a little bonus there. Mm -hmm. And number one is get a true Mm pre-approval because there's a big difference, isn't there, Ryan? Yeah. I mean, it's so easy to go into a bank and be like, hey, I make such and such every year. And they're like, awesome. Here's your approval. You're locked in for three months. Go find your house. (laughs) I love how you did that. That was so Pollyanna. Yeah. And so not accurate. Uh, Well, it is accurate to what they do, but it's dangerous. Right. It is incredibly dangerous. In this market. 
Well, in any market, actually. Well, it's a waste of time in other markets. In right. this market, it's dangerous. Okay, so yeah. a waste of time or dangerous, I'm thinking that equals dangerous because I don't want to waste my time. Fair enough. And I don't want to waste your time. That's one of the things we're actually committed to is not wasting your time. Like, why have you look for a home that's in the wrong price range? Yeah. Or, or at the wrong time or worse yet, find a home, buy a home because you didn't put some of the other things in because you're mm -hmm. playing not to lose rather than to win and now all of a sudden you're in a real mess financially. Right. Or you spend the time looking at houses mm -hmm. and doing and paying for inspections and taking your family out and getting their emotions up and back down uh. and like there's a lot to bringing a family through a home you know for the buyer. Yeah. Like, there's a lot there. And then to realize that you can't even buy a home right now. Right. Or not in the price point you were looking mm -hmm. at. And the worst part of that is once you fall in love with one yeah. and then you have to readjust your budget, A, the one that you got yeah. away, you put on rose-colored glasses. I haven't met a human yet that doesn't put rose-colored glasses on the one that got away. Yeah. Even if it was out of your price point. Even if, even if, even if. So pre-approval simply means... Get all the checks and balances. Get everything handled so that there is a minimal number of conditions attached to your pre-approval. There's still going to be some. There's still going to be the appraisal of the house. You can't get away from that. The, yeah, you can't get away from it, but that doesn't have to be a condition. Well, it generally will be. Oh, right? of the mortgage. Yeah, of you the mortgage. You don't need of the offer. No. Thank you. Not okay. of We're the offer. We're just talking about the financing here. We're talking yeah. about pre-approval. Yeah. So with a pre-approval, there will be a few conditions, and yet they need to be conditions, and we're going to go through how you can mitigate the risk in not being able to fulfill those conditions in just a minute. So number one is like provide your pay stubs, provide your employment letter, provide anything tedious or otherwise mm -hmm. that your mortgage specialist asks you to. A credit check will be done. Yep. Anyone who's going to be involved needs to have that done. And you get this all done in advance. And it may seem like oh, so much work. It's it is so a lot hassle. of work, Ryan. It is. I just did it. And it, well, so did I. <laughs> um, in this market, um, and with our mortgage industry right now, it's getting crazy how much information they need. And like, how much harder it is. And it's getting a lot harder, yeah. especially in the beginning price point. Yes. You know, and I had some people the other week that were like, Ryan, we're going to buy this house. It's so cheap. We can afford it. I'm like, Excellent. Do you have your pre-approval? Mm -hmm. Do you say it slow like that? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I do. Depends it's on the like, person. Do you have <laughs> your pre-approval? Do you have it? Yes. Um, and they're like, well, we should have it in a few days. I went, excellent. Once you have that, we can jump. Until then, there's nothing to be done. And we have done some other shows and mm -hmm. we'll continue to do shows about yeah. being nimble and jumping and moving fast and all of that. Yeah. Today is really more about how to play to win right. rather than to play not to lose. And yet there's a lot of crossover yeah. in the different philosophies. Yeah, and we've made it sound a little bit like you're playing not to lose based no. on... Yeah, a little bit. But the reality is you can't win unless you're set up to win. Ah. And so this right now is the setup phase. This is your skates. This is your, you know, helmet. These are the things that need to be done so you can even get on the ice. Right. So get the pre-approval, get a complete yeah. pre-approval with as few conditions as possible. And part of that is 
I recommend a mortgage specialist mm -hmm. because they're going to have access to more variety of yeah. lenders to be able to match who you are and your situation mm -hmm. to the lenders that are out there. It can save yeah. you money and it can certainly give you more strategy. So part of that pre-approval is also moving into step two, get on the same page as all the decision makers before you go into buying the house. And part of, although the mortgage specialist doesn't decide anything for you, they help you figure out what you can and can't decide. Mm -hmm. They give you your parameters mm -hmm. of what you can afford safely and appropriately and you know, and if you need to get a co-signer, which is pretty common these days for a lot of young people from their parents, well, the parents need to be a part of the pre-approval as well as um, figuring out, you know, what agent you're going to work with, what kind of house you want, because they're going to um, help you make that decision. Right. And the sooner you get them on the same page, and we've said this, I know, in a lot of shows in the past, and it re bears repeating, and that is if you're going to have some external people that aren't going to be living in the home, helping with the decision-making or helping with the finances, involve them, if possible, all the way through the process. Because if you just bring them in to see the one, yeah. what I've seen happen so often is you've just set yourself up to lose. Because, yeah, and I know a few weeks ago you did the analogy of the frog, um, and that's a great analogy. You know, you got to see all the frogs before you know which one's a prince or, right. kiss, you know, yeah, whatever yeah. it was. Yeah. Um, but whatever it was. Whatever it was. It was a couple weeks ago. Um, the reality is people need to see to understand and experience mm -hmm. because the last home that some of the, you know, these people have bought was 10 years ago. Or 20 or, or 30. Or 20. So they're still thinking that the market and the experience should be like they had it. They should have all the choices. They should be able to pay, you know, 50000 less than asking. And because they haven't been a part of the experience, they don't know. And so their advice is based on their past experience. And it's not that they're not smart or they're not. Oh, they're brilliant. You know, they're brilliant. They just need to be up to snuff with today's experience. And your experience. Yeah. Like specifically what you're dealing with. So get on the same page with everybody that's going to be living in the space and bring along for the ride everybody that's going to be part of the decision making. Yeah. Now with children, this is the only time they might be living in this space. Oh yeah. But yeah, you may want to wait. Yes. To bring them in because it's too much emotion for them. Yeah. It depends it's on the hard. age of the kids. Yeah. And what Some want to be a part is. of it. Yeah. And other ones just need to know. Yes, we bought a house. Yes, we'll be moving in. Let's go select your room. Like they get maybe a little choice here or there, and maybe we'll pick the color of your room. Right. Um, so you still let them be a part of the process, kind of, but the end game. Yeah, the end game. Yeah. Which is part of playing to win, because you don't want your kids melting down right. when you're trying to make a move, because that's one tough thing yeah. to deal with. Yeah, and it's hard on them. Well, yeah, it's, and it's hard them. on the parents, you got to protect those babies. And i got to protect the parents. You do. Yeah. Right. So it's protecting the kids and the parents <laughs> in this journey so that everybody gets to play to win. Number three, hmm. do your thinking, do your processing, do your figuring out what way you want to go, what you, all of, like as much as humanly possible, do your thinking before you go looking and see the right house. No, I don't get this. So what does that mean? Explain well, it to me. Break it down. 
Break it down. Break it down. Break it down. Like I, I feel like we're on the sports field again. Yeah, we're yeah. getting there. I thought you were gonna beatbox, but <laughs> no, I'm not gonna beatbox. I'm not good at that. So before you go find the right house, have decided what you will make as contingencies, what you will give up on, what you will hold fast on, what your parameters are going to be. So your must-haves. Your, your must-haves, your preferreds, your finances, your will I spend more money? Sometimes it's an education, mm -hmm. except the risk is if you find the right house and you're at limbo because you still haven't explored the school districts or you still haven't right. figured out whether there's the right activities available for your kids in that community or then maybe you're delayed in making a decision and now you're playing not to lose because you're playing not to move into the wrong area right rather than playing to win because you already know all that stuff is handled and now you can go full steam ahead because you will likely in this very assertive market, depending on the price range and depending on where you want to be, you will likely lose the house of your dreams mm -hmm. if you haven't played to win. Yeah. And that's really about gone. preparation. Someone else will win. Someone Somebody else, else will win it. it and you won't. And we don't want that to happen to you. Mm -hmm. I think that's enough on that one. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. point number four. Be willing to do a pre-inspection. Yeah. To me, this is a game changer. Well, for a lot of our clients, it's a game changer. Because you always do your offer, and then you get it accepted. Always? Yeah, yeah. Listen, we're here. You do, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going old school. Always. Um, so you do your offer, <laughs> and then you, do, you get it accepted, and then you've got at least two weeks to do your financing. It's been, been two inspection. weeks for a long time, a long Ryan. Time. It's down to a week. Yeah. If you have that period. Right. And the reality is... If I was to put in an offer that had no conditions and you were to put in an offer that had even one condition. Even financing. Even, even appraisal. Financing, even appraisal. Even inspection. And even if I was a little bit lower on my price. Maybe even a lot lower. Maybe. I've I seen would it happen probably recently. still win. You would? I think the rate of uh, winning to not is about 400 times or something likely if you have no conditions to someone who has conditions. Because mm -hmm. generally we're going to be close on price. But if the seller generally. knows that, hey, if I sign this, it's done. No hassle, no more showings, no more fear, no more cleaning the house perfectly like someone doesn't live here, you know, all that stuff. Um, it's done, it's done. It doesn't have to go back on the market and maybe I'll get less. I know what I know what I know. There's a lot mm -hmm. of security in that for a seller. And so being able to do your pre-approval, your pre-financing, like have it all done before you even submit the offer. Right, including your inspection. Right. We just sold a home recently and there were five of the 10 offers that came in mm -hmm. that had pre-inspections done. So yeah, there was a lot of money spent. The inspectors are really liking this, yeah. playing to win. Well, and so are the buyers because now you're actually poised to know. Sometimes when you do the mm -hmm. pre-inspection, you go, eh, I actually don't want this one. And I just saved the risk. I just saved, even if I had conditions in it, mm -hmm. I saved a week of my life. I got so much handled in advance and I'm, I'm out a few hundred dollars. Well, and the, the reality too is if, let's say you're buying a lot of these. And I, I've talked about this before. An inspector will be willing to work with you. Yeah, they do. You know, they'll say, you know what? You already did one with me. This one will be cheaper. Because <laughs> they feel bad. <laughs> they do. You know? So it's okay 
to get a deal on your inspection, especially if you have to do two or three, you may be able to get it for only 20% more than what you would have paid for one. Right. Like it's, it can be quite marginal. And there are ways, like if you do an inspection, you're like, this isn't the house, your inspector would probably, depending on who they are, my inspectors, would cut the rate because you don't even need um, the paperwork. Like right. You don't, because the report takes them as long as the inspection. Mm-hmm. So if you're saying, you know, this isn't the house for us, we don't need the report, um, normally they're willing to cut you a deal on that. Right. So there's lots of techniques. Um, I've only mentioned a few that can help you save on that. Yeah. So, But don't be scared to play to win. And that's what that is. It's saying, I'm ready to buy this house. I'm ready to go. I'm here to win. Right. Which is point number five, hmm. which can feel so scary. And that is go in with zero conditions, which yeah. is kind of what you mentioned a minute ago. Yeah, I and touched yet, on it. Yeah, you touched on just putting everything in order so that you can, with confidence, like truly with confidence, go, this is the house for me, and I know I've done my balances and checks to make myself secure, and now I'm going to go in with no conditions. And so going in with no conditions increases the probability that you're going to get the house. Now, in this market, there may be Four or five of the people, if there's 10 offers for argument's sake, which we, like I said, we had the other day, we've had lots of others as well. This one was just And they were so within exciting. a couple thousand of each other. The two top offers were identical. Right. With no conditions. Yeah. And so then in that case, be prepared that you may get somebody to come back with you. Again, asking, because it's not all done, and yet you have to believe that when you come in with that offer, which is going to be a point in a minute, come in with your top dollar. Yeah, and we'll talk about that. Yeah, And we're also going to talk about, we'll go in more detail about how to stay safe with your finance conditions. Yeah. Now, when we say be willing, no conditions, it's not that you're not going to do these things. No. It's that you do them before the offer. Right. And usually you have time because people are holding offers for a week. So you have the week to right. go and make sure everything's good. You're just doing it in advance. Now, there's a few things that won't happen, like your bank probably won't appraise it. Right. And so that is point number, we'll call it seven. So we'll <laughs> okay, there. so so we will get there. Um, yeah, so just really be available. It's actually point number nine, to have access to mm. extra down payment monies if your appraisal doesn't come in at the amount. Now, the appraisers try to have them come in where they should, and yet if there's no data, yeah. because the market is increasing, it's kind of, it's a Or if a you decide, I'm willing to pay a little more for this than maybe the market says, because I know in two months from now, it'll be at this price anyways. Right. And, and now I, I have my house and I'm and living there. And now I have there. my house, I'm living there, my family can go to the school they want, when they want. Like, yep. you know, you're willing to pay a little bit more than the market says, because you know it's going to get there anyways. Yep, exactly. So you got to have a little bit of extra cash. Extra cash or access to extra cash. Yeah. Number six. Mm. This is huge. So huge. Be available. Mm-hmm. Be available for dropping everything to go see what you think is the mm-hmm. one. And then be available for offers. Just availability alone. Mm-hmm will change whether often, often, very often, will change whether you get the house you want. Yeah. Playing to win means accessible, available, playing full out. So during the season of finding the home that really is for you, it means playing full out, which is available, 
on the field with everything you've got and available to drop things if you must. It's inconvenient. Yeah. I'm not telling you it's convenient. It's not. And to get the home that is best for you, why would you make it convenient to get second best? Right. Like, or now, third best or fourth best. Now, there are best. things that we can do to help facilitate this and make it easier for you so availability is easier yes like you know signatures are usually done on your phone now yeah we don't need to sit down and fax it six times like and we don't have to sit in your kitchen table and i'm thinking more the whole get out to see the thing right and some houses though have seven days yes so if it's got seven days take your time let's you know do a few at the same time let's make it a nice picnic you know whatever um go to timmy's timmy's you know Sometimes, and I, there was one yesterday actually, yeah. where the person called me and said, hey, I'd like to go see this soon. I was like, great, it's conditionally sold. <laughs> like, because there was no time. It was sold within a day. Yep. It's gone. It's, you know, like it, yep. they had to act instantly. Yep. We had a client do the same thing mm-hmm. 24 hours ago as well. So as we're sending you properties and as you're seeing them, yep. you need to also look and say, when are they accepting offers? Right. To decide when you need to see it. Right. Because many of them are accepting offers now mm-hmm. and now and gone. So not anymore because right. it's already been bought. So and most houses now have a built-in 24-hour minimum turnaround on offers. And yet there are some where you can still, still as a realtor, it. you can go in with three hours. It comes on the market at six, you know, at noon today for argument's sake. We see it at 1230. And then by 3.30, it's sold. Yeah. Like, Which means they did the paperwork. Yep. They showed it to the sellers. It's been accepted and signed, maybe countered back once or twice. Like, it's done. Or not, because or not. we've decided we want the house. So mm-hmm. then going in with a great offer, rather than risking that somebody looks at it after work, because it's a little more mm-hmm. convenient to look at it after work. Why would I you know, break up my day. Why I can't even wait till lunch. I got to do it in the morning because I actually saw this one at 9 a.m. So I want to be in there as fast as I can. So I get into the office. I ask to take the first half of the day off. I turn around. I go see it because I'm pretty sure it's the one. Yeah. Like, and they're not obviously, holding back don't waste your time and don't waste our time Please if it's not. the wrong house. No. If you already know, like I have a few clients who call me and they're like, hey, Ryan, we think we want to see this. And I'm like, you told me you didn't want to be in this area. <laughs> and they're like, that's true. But we're just feeling like, you know, we got to see something because we haven't seen one in our area in a few days. And it's like, hold on, guys. Like, don't go get, this isn't even second best. This is like sixth best. Or tenth. Or tenth. Like, no, we're not going to see this house. No, you don't need to turn your life upside down. No, I don't need to turn my life upside down. It's just no. Um, And that's, they're actually very grateful. I know I'm sounding a little bit, you know, because that's playing to win. You're you're spending your time. On the things that actually matter. Right. Not Don't waste on... time. Yeah. You're not wasting time to do a play that's not going to make any difference in the game. Right. Yep. Seven. Your offer. Now, this is in multiple offers. Yeah. And sometimes, sometimes not if you're even the only in multiple because you don't want to enter into multiple offers. Right. And you've moved quickly, there's no delayed offer presentation. You've got the mm. time on your side this time. Yeah. Except if you go in low thinking, hey, I'm just going to get a counter anyway. Mm-hmm. And by the time you get the counter or just before they send mm-hmm. the counter back to you, 
another offer comes in. Yeah. And now it's so good that they don't even give you another shot at it. They don't have to because there was well, another offer. they don't offer. think you're serious because you're right. below what seems reasonable to them. And right. So, so they move on. So sometimes even without multiples, lots of clients will choose, you know what, I know this one's going to go pretty quick. I know there's yeah. going to be a ton of interest. We were quick. You were quick. We are in. Mm -hmm. And we have this little teeny window of opportunity that's yeah. playing to win is grab the windows of opportunity that are there. Like it's like kicking that goal into the or the ball into the corner of the soccer net when I used to watch you guys. Mm. There was this little and still do, I guess, this little <laughs> window of opportunity. And if you kick it right there, you played the win rather than going, eh, it's too hard. I'll wait. Yeah. I'll wait till it's bigger opportunity. Sometimes well, it's the little tiny opportunity that you want yeah. to jump for. The last house I bought, I knew I had two days or it was going to be just blown through the roof. So I think I actually, I acted quicker than that because yeah. I didn't want things to change because right. I wanted the opportunity. I It was going to benefit the sellers. It was going to benefit me. Yep. I, let's get this done. Um, and so when you have that kind of like, I know what I want, and I'm getting it. Right. You can save lots of money. You yep. can save lots of heartache, lots of wasted yep. time. Just, just, yeah. Absolutely. So if somebody else bought the house for $100 more than you bring in, that you offer, you'd be happy for them and not sad for yourself. That's mm -hmm. a great way to think about what's the most I want to pay for this house. And we're not saying you always want to pay the most for a house. Mm -hmm. There's lots of times and lots of markets and lots of properties we say, let's go low. We don't need to go high. Just right. right now, we're playing to win in a market that's pretty wild. But even in that market, if you were to say, I'm willing to get this house at this price because it makes sense in this market, right? it's still okay to go up to your close. Yeah, yeah. As long as there is a, you know, especially in Ottawa, if you need to do some countering and you have the time, sometimes, we're Canadians, we're nice, you know. <laughs> we like to meet in the middle and we like to do at least one or two back and forth. Um, like there are some of those things that are just natural to humans. However, in this market, it's you don't have that luxury. Nope. You don't. Nope. And access to a large deposit is number eight. Have access to lots of money up front because if you're going to put 5% down, even if it's only a 5% down purchase, you probably have accessibility to most of that money. Make your deposit large, especially in multiple offers because it's more attractive. Now, you don't mean your down payment. No. You mean your deposit. Right. With so, the offer. With the offer. So or an off on acceptance. Right. So it'll say in the offer, you know, 10,000, 15,000, 100,000, whatever the number is, is to be held in trust by the other brokerage, the right. seller's brokerage, until the day of close. Mm -hmm. And there's only three ways. Uh, we talked about this in another show. Yeah. We don't have we'll time go for back it. for that. Yeah. Go back for that. So um, number 9.5. No, 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 no. no. So the reason that's important is it's security to the seller. Yeah. And so if the number is bigger in the deposit, they will feel that one, you have money. Two, if something goes awry, there's some security for them. Exactly. So it's a pretty big thing, even though it has no impact on the sale itself. Yeah. And we alluded to this earlier, and that's have a trusted mm -hmm. team and a team that can act fast. Actually, this is 9.5. Yeah, it's 9.5. Yeah. Super fast. Like, you want somebody that's got as much in the motivation yeah. to take care of you as you have motivation to be taken care of. Because you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. And you don't necessarily even know what you need to know. 
Right. Like, there's three levels of learning. Right. There's the first level where you just don't know what you don't know. And then the second is you know what you don't know. But what you want on your team is an expert who knows what, or sorry, you know, they know what they need to know. Meaning they've already done it, they've experienced in it, they know what they need to know, and they're good to go. So you want to have a real estate agent like us, you want to have a mortgage broker, an inspector, they know what they need to know. Yeah, so being at peace is not knowing things will be okay, it's actually knowing you will be okay.